Hey, hey, this is Nandi with the Code Name Sister Podcast. Let's talk about dead weight. And by that, I mean when we're in relationships with people who are not motivated to acquire and achieve the things that we are motivated to acquire and achieve. And I'm not saying that they need to be wanting to, like if we say we want to be an RN, they want to be an RN too. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm I'm talking about this whole table concept, this what are they bringing to the table thing. Because what I see is too many black women in struggle relationships. She's providing the majority of the upkeep for the house, the bill, the the bills, the children, everybody. And he is doing the bare minimum, if anything. And it gets to a point where they can't even enjoy some of the smaller comforts in life, the creature comforts in life, because she's having to carry such a heavy burden. And a lot of times this happens for so long that by the time you look up, you on the other end, you at where you should be retiring, you know? And that's if you make it there, because a lot of times you start suffering all kinds of illnesses behind the stress of always having to be that one to make ends meet. And I don't, you know, it surpasses my understanding how people sit there and watch other people struggle with the minimum and there's more they can do because I'm going to put it like this. Say you you married to somebody and y'all both got a job and maybe he had a previous child or whatever and they taking half his, his check in child support. So you the one that's mostly paying all the housing expenses. Y'all have, y'all currently have children, you know, and they taking half his check. Well, what he should be doing logically is going out there and finding him some other work in addition to the work he already doing. So if they taking half your check in child support because, you know, maybe you were laid off at some time or maybe you just ain't that motivated, whatever it is, then you should be trying to find other avenues to make money. Even if that means starting some type of business of your own. Where you can where you can make money and you know report your income or whatever you have to do something to contribute to your household. I'm not telling you to not report or do report that don't have nothing to do with me. You and your taxation that's something else. But if you know that the house that you living in, you taking so much from that house that that woman got to do everything. What I mean, I can't classify you as a man, and I know that she has to start losing respect for you at some point. Because you making her struggle through this shit. You know, it, you dead weight. And dead weight is like bad mojo. And I'm going to tell y'all this. Because when you got somebody in your life that's dead weight, it is hard as hell. It, you know how they say something, uh, um, nothing's impossible, but some things are improbable? When you got dead weight, it may not be impossible for you to achieve and to do better and to get out of that situation and stuff. But it's improbable that you will, as long as you let that weight keep you weight, keep you down. That's like anchoring. You know, the ship ain't gonna move till you pull the anchor up out of the water. And that's what it's like when you got dead weight. Now I'm not telling y'all to start divorcing your husbands and uh, uh you know, throwing your uh man out or or whatever it is, but if those people don't value you enough 
to try to make your life easier, to make the children in your house easier. Because when your children are suffering, and that means that, okay, it's a good thing. He's supposed to pay for, if he got outside children, he's supposed to take care of those children financially. That's his job as a man, to take care of those children financially. But if y'all got children in the house, that's also his job to take care of those children financially. You know, it comes a time when we got to start looking at what people, like we said, since we got all these males out here putting means up, talking about what does a woman bring to the table, we really need to start developing checklists here where we, where we, where we look at what he is bringing to the table. Because I know of too many women who struggle in relationships. And then those same women, when they come out of those relationships, it's like... It's just like they just been released, like somebody let some uh, uh, balloons go. You know, what they put in them, uh, hydrogen or whatever they put in those balloons, you know, when they go up in the sky and stuff. That's what it's like. All of a sudden, she just starts sailing. She don't have all these chains and stuff, these anchors, you know, keeping, uh, you know, binding her and keeping her chained to the ground and shit no more, you know. And like I said, that's a hard life. The children suffer for it. Because they go without a lot of the basic things that they should be able to have. Uh, the moves that you can make are really, really limited at that point. And then you get some of them who have a, they have the audacity to get a fucking attitude because you want better. You know, that's when you become materialistic, money hungry, you know, and all. And it's the only people I've ever known to call, the only males I've ever known to call women like that materialistic, you know, a woman who's just trying to do better, who want to enjoy a creature conference, only one is underachieving males. That's all you hear that from. I've never heard wealthy men, men of means, say shit like that. Because it's understood that if you're going to be involved with this woman, she should be okay, more than okay. She should have what she needs and some of what she wants. But if you got a if you got a problem with her having you all of a sudden she materialistic, then y'all probably remember I talked about this in my last episode that whole uh, having things in common and being compatible. Everybody is not compatible, so there's nothing wrong with us developing a checklist. And if this person can't meet these most essential things on this checklist, and one of those is that you should not be struggling when it's two of y'all. So if you're going to have to struggle, you should rethink. I advise you to rethink whether this is a relationship that you want to get into. Because again, like I said, men pursue men. The art of pursuit, that is something that men do. But we set the pace and we decide, as I've said in previous episodes, we decide if there is even going to be a pace set. If we're even interested, you got to start getting to know people better, see what baggage they're coming with. And it's not to bash a man because he the one had children. Men do the same thing to women. There are single men out there who don't have no children. And, they, they're, they're, and, and rightfully, some of them are not looking to get into relationships with women who already have children. And I can understand that. Because it's a, that's a hard relationship to make work. You got to be coming in there with all your shit ready. And you got to understand, you got to be willing to go through the tough times, especially if the children are a certain age where they know, oh, that ain't my daddy. That can bring problems. It can bring problems. So it, I, don't, I don't even find it an offensive thing if a single man says, I don't want a woman, with, I don't want a woman that has children. I want my children, to, the, my, uh, any woman that got children, they're going to be my children. 
you know, that gonna be the children that we had together. And I don't see a problem with that. I don't, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. And in the same token, women, we gotta do the same thing. You know, we got some of us, we'll be laying up with somebody, knowing he got children he don't even take care of. And here you are laying up with him having more babies. Now, I'm not talking to that kind of woman here tonight, though. That's not what this episode is about. I might get to her one day. I, I might not. It, it all depends on how I feel, you know. I mean, it could happen. But my thing is not that type of woman. My t Mine is the type that she wants her family comfortable. She wants them secure. She wants them to have, like I said, the, their basic necessities plus a little extra. She, I mean, she wants that comfort. She deserves that comfort. She's out there doing her part. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about women who are doing their part. I have been a part of a relationship on multiple occasions, and I finally learned, like my daddy said, we came from a family of slow learners, but I'm learning now. Matter of fact, I think I'm learning faster now than I did back then. But I have been in relationship where I have been that person. I have been the provider. We should not have to be the provider. Yeah, we can come in there and have our own means because I advise every woman to have some means. Have some type of income coming from some damn where. I don't care if you got a husband that gives you some type of allowance every week. You shouldn't be spending all that shit on Gucci and stuff. Some of that money should be invested somewhere. Start something that you like. Do something you like. Because anything could happen that ends your gravy uh, train. He could die and you don't have no skill set, no nothing. You know, all you know how to do is go shop. You know, go buy some Louis Vuitton and shit. I mean, really? Is that what life consists of for you? And if it do, hey, that's that's who you are. But I'm not, again, I'm not talking about your type. I'm talking about the, the type of women who have these ideas of what a good relationship, a good functioning relationship could look like. And they're trying to get there, but they're stuck getting there on their own because they're with incompatible men. They would, they would, well, incompatible males. They were people that they should not be with. And sometimes people, you know, since they not going to, it seems like those people who are most ill-equipped to be in a relationship are least likely to say, ah, you know what? I'm going to just stand back from this relationship. I ain't going to get too caught up in this. My situation not looking that good. You know, sometimes you find some who are honest like that. But for the most part, you find the ones that they're going to come on in there they're going to have a seat, they're going to stay for a while, and y'all going to struggle. And by the time you finish struggling, you're going to be old, and you're going to be tired, and you're going to be resentful. Because I'm going to tell y'all, males, it's hard as hell. I don't care what kind of moaning and groaning she's doing in the bedroom. If you're not taking care, if you're not helping her financially to the point where she don't have to struggle, she's going to lose respect for you. And having sex with you is just basically, you know, it's just another responsibility she got, another obligation, you know? That's when you start getting to my head hurt, my stomach hurt, I don't feel good, I'm real tired. You start getting all, when you start getting those excuses from a woman, a lot of the time, she's just fed up with your ass. She's, she's no longer, the, the, the blinders have come off. She sees you for who you are. And she basically sees it like, oh, this has become an incestuous relationship, you, you know, that I'm basically his mama. And then when I go to bed at night, he wants to have relations with me, you know. So it's hard to respect that. So, I mean, if there's any uh, heterosexual males listening to this, um, you might want to take heed 
You know, because a lot of times, you know, y'all get bent on that thinking, oh, you know, I be beating it up and I be this and I be that. And, and you too silly to even realize that the majority of women you done ran into probably done fake orgasms with you. You know, you taking all her moaning and all that for she done really did some shit. You done really did some shit and you ain't did nothing, you know. And then you go on to not do nothing financially because, again, that whole underachieving thing, you know. And so if there's any heterosexual males getting mad about what I'm saying, they, you probably fit that that scenario. You fit you fit the script. You, you one of those that are just leech off of a woman. And watch her struggle. You might even condemn her for her struggle. You might even blame her for why she's struggling. But your ass living in the house every day. You eating from the same pots everybody else eating from. You running water from the same faucet. You sleeping in the same fucking bed. You know, you doing all of these things. And you don't have no motivation to get out there and add to the life of the people in the fucking house underachiever that's what that is that is underachiever like i said you worse than bad mojo because you just you just dead weight and a lot of us it's time for us to start lifting the with the ties changing the way they are in this society we can't afford to continue carrying dead weight we can't afford that and too many people will allow us to carry them on our backs if we are willing to do it. So y'all go ahead and y'all, man, y'all drop that goddamn dead weight. Don't, don't be afraid to start over because I guarantee you for a lot of you, when you start over, you're going to see, like I said, your world is going to open up. I know every time I got rid of my dead weight and you would think I would have learned from like the first time I got rid of the dead weight, the relief it was, and you know, how free I felt and how my money and stuff started making sense. And just things in my house, period, just started making sense. And then I collected some more dead weight again. Leave that fucking dead weight where it's at. Let that shit rot somewhere other than your house. So that you can, especially if you got children. If you got some children, you got enough with the children you have. You don't need a, a grown child. You don't need one in the body of an adult. Take care of the babies that you have. Put your time and your effort into them. Don't get bitter with them because of that nigga either. Because dumb babies going to be what's going to save you one day if you do the right thing. If you there when they need you versus somebody who ain't trying to help you with your struggles. Because you shouldn't be, like I said, two people, two adults, y'all should not be struggling in the house. Because somebody need to be out there in this, get out there getting it. And if there's children, then he need to be getting, he, his ass need to be out there getting it. I mean, plain and simple. That's what black men used to do all the fucking time. They went out and they had to have three, four damn jobs. I have an uncle in my, my life, as long as I can remember, as far back as I can remember from a child, my uncle has always, he had his main job and then he had all his little side jobs. He go do handyman stuff. He go uh, cut people grass, uh, you know, all kinds of different things to make sure that my aunt and their children had everything that they needed. My aunt never, matter of fact, my aunt never had a W-2 job in her life. My aunt has never had a, w, a W-2 job. He's retired now. And even in retirement, he still go out there and cut people grass and stuff. He still go paint houses and change windows out and all of that stuff. 
because he gonna make sure that she got everything that she need. And this man is now in his 70s, almost 80, doing this. And now he should be able to sit home and be relaxed and be retired, but it ain't in him because he come from that old school, that old school of getting up and getting out because the house and stuff is paid for. So they ain't, they ain't got no real bills, but he making sure that that extra there. So if he clock out today, she's still good. Because for one, he know, like I said, she ain't never had a W-2. So he know that when he's gone, she going to still need something. So he's still out there doing what men do. That's man shit. But we get so many of these young ones today, they don't understand that principle. And they always thinking that somebody getting over on them. How you get, how somebody getting over if you ain't giving them shit to get over on? You don't have shit. And the ones who complain the most are the ones who have the least. Because again, I don't hear men of means complaining about what they had to pay toward their household expenses and shit. Unless they're just some type of uh, braggart. You know, they full of ego or something. But for the most part, men of means, they take care of their damn business. Their wives ain't hurting for nothing. Their children ain't hurting for nothing. They have what they need. But you sit here underachieving and you complain the most. That's like the $86 dude I was talking about on my last episode. $86 a week and you complaining. Talking about that's half of your check. You are underachiever then. If that's half of your check. I can guarantee you the mother of that child making more than that a week. So what the hell are you doing? Some of them actually take low paying jobs just to spite the mama. You're not spiting her. You're hurting the child. But that's that immature way of thinking. So like I said, ladies, get rid of the dead weight and watch how, yourself, how, how, you, how you just take off. Because that's what comes. When that, when that weight is off you, ain't nothing holding you down. Not even gravity. Let go of the dead weight and life gets better. This is Nandi. Y'all make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. You can find me on most podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Podchaser, just to name a few. Thank y'all for being here with me this evening. You've just listened to the Code Name Sister podcast with Nandi.